Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Day Beautiful podcast feed. My name is Adam. I am the founder of Day Beautiful, the website and podcast where you can discover debut authors. If you like what you hear here, check out Day Beautiful on daybeautiful.net and on all social media at Day Beautiful. And welcome to yet another First Taste reading series where I invite an author to read five minutes from their work to kickstart your week off with great literature and put you in a really good mood. Today's reader is a graduate of the University of Texas at Austin and the University of North Texas, where she earned a PhD in 2019. Her fiction and nonfiction has appeared in Copper Nickel, Diagram, Creative Nonfiction, Triquarterly, and elsewhere. A native Texan, born in Galveston, raised in Uvalde, she is an assistant professor of creative writing and literature at the University of Texas at San Antonio. I'm, of course, talking about Kimberly Garza. Hey, Kimberly, uh, tell readers a little bit about your uh, debut book. Yeah, so it's a it's a novel in stories. Um, I wanted to depict many voices and and many characters, many lives, um, kind of centering on Galveston Island, Texas, uh, and it's this particular neighborhood in Galveston that um, ends up getting hit pretty hard by Hurricane Ike in 2008. So the book is um, sort of this cast of characters who find themselves in and around uh, the neighborhood and kind of center on this woman, this young woman named Carly, Mm -hmm. uh, who was born and raised there and has been taught her whole life. She was raised by her grandmother to believe that they are descendants of the uh, Karankawa indigenous people who were believed to have uh, died out in Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. That's not really the case, but they, they believe that they're among the last. Mm -hmm. And usually when people tune into the debut podcast, it's a long full fledged interview, but for these first few reading series, I am going to just say, this is just a reading. This is just to whet people's appetite on your (laughs) book. Um, What will you be reading for us today? Well, I thought I'd just read from the beginning. I, I, like I said, the, the book is told in stories and there's a couple of different voices and characters in each, in each chapter and each story. Um, And the first story, the opening story is told from the first person plural point of view. So the we, Um, and it's a Filipino Catholic festival that happens in Galveston or used to happen in Galveston every year. Um, And so the book kind of kicks off with these, Filipina ladies like gossiping (laughs) so I thought I'd read I'd read from the very beginning all right well take it away okay this is the Queens of Santo Nino in the parking lot of Sacred Heart Catholic Church in the cool dusk which is a lie already because it is never really cool not even on this January evening since this is Texas and more specifically this is Galveston we wait We stand on the concrete, ducking into windows of one another's parked cars to chat, or we sit inside with the AC blasting, or we lean against the walls and watch twilight draw shadows like a dark veil around the church. We are there before even the priest arrives to unlock the doors, or the volunteer choir sets up their amps and microphone stands. We prowl for things to do, tasks to help with. Some of us, like Yoli Sandoval and Tagay Macasantos, cart in vases of flowers from our new Buicks, some of us, like Gloria Rivera or Marlo Sawayan, arrive in hand-me-down Hondas with roses clipped from our backyard bushes, red, always red for the holy day. We arrange flowers on the altar or at the feet of the Blessed Mother's statue or beside the portrait of the Sacred Heart of Jesus for whom this church is named. When we think about that, we place more flowers by the portrait. 
Some of us humming with the energy of Santo Nino Feast Day buzz about distributing paper programs, the programs we have used since we started this event many years ago. The pamphlets are battered, creased from our hands, pocked by ink blots and typos where we list the schedule of the mass, the Tagalog prayers we will say together, the Tagalog songs we will sing. We place copies in each pew. We sit or kneel on the cushions, our fingers pressed to rosary beads. We tune our guitars and warble a few chords of the opening song. O Santo Ninong Marikit, Sangol Nahandog Nang Langit. Our voices in song or in gossip echo in every corner of the Catholic Church on Broadway and 13th, which had been quiet before we arrived. We do very little quietly, and yet we quiet when Maharlika Castillo walks in. We turn to watch. She has that effect. She strides into Sacred Heart purposefully with her daughter, Carly, is that her name? Yes, by the hand. Hello, we call out to them and ask Maharlika, ¿Cómo está Cana? I'm fine, she replies in pointed English. We flinch. We can't help it. Her English is sharp, intentional, a knife aimed at us from her new crooked smile that shows teeth to this language she chooses in place of ours. She has built an arsenal. She wages war against us and the world. Once she was kind to us, when she arrived, she found us almost immediately, as every FOB does, bonding first with the ones who worked at the hospital. We walked her through the corridors and buildings of John Seeley and the larger complex, taught her where the supply closets and cafeterias were, where to purchase scrubs, how to update charts and input medical data for UTMB system-wide. We instructed her on the Spanish phrases she would need to learn. ¿Cómo se escribe su nombre? ¿Tienes seguro médico? In our homes, we passed her platters of sticky rice and whole fish fried crisp. When she wept with homesickness, we rubbed her shoulders, shushing her as we too had once needed. And on this feast day, the one day of the year when the Filipino community emerges from every sweaty corner of Galveston to unite and honor our patron saint, Maharlika was always there. She read at the podium, sang in the choir, served plates of pancit and adobo at the after party. Was it just two years ago that she was last here? that she was one of us. Maharlika, we used to say with admiration, marveling at the rare, beautiful name that means in our tongue something akin to nobility, to being of a line with royal blood, Maharlika. But she is exalted now, or thinks she is. That is probably our fault. She washed up on this island with a nursing degree and a job at the hospital, despite having never set foot in America before. We thought she was embracing a new life, as we had. Unlike us, she had family here, her mother, who had immigrated long before. We did not really know her mother, and when she died of cancer not long after Maharlika arrived, we felt no sorrow, but we went dutifully to her funeral mass, prayed the novena for her in Maharlika's apartment in Fish Village. We should have noticed it then, but we didn't. Should have seen the shape Maharlika's grief took, curled up sideways on the couch, cheek to the padded arm, slippered feet tucked beneath her as if she hadn't the energy to take her shoes off how she burst into sobs in the middle of shift change meetings or standing in the Walmart checkout line. We should have seen that her grief was lasting. We did not expect that when the next loss came, her man, it would shift again, reshape itself into a grief for the old ways, her old lives in which she belonged to someone, a mother, a man, a country, when she was a child of something tangible in the world. Years from now, it will seem so obvious to us that she was never meant to be a mother or an immigrant. 
Thank you so much for reading that. I um, love to finally hear like the character names as they're pro supposed to be pronounced and like the native <laughs> language that you intersperse so much. Um, yes. I wasn't originally going to ask questions for this series. But I was going to ask you like how important was yeah. including language, like the language of the, of these people into the, the this English book? Yeah. Hugely important. Um, I, it, it felt inauthentic to think about leaving them out if that makes sense mm -hmm. uh, and these are these are languages that characters switch back and forth in um, I heard both of them growing up uh, and it just it just felt like a way in which the reader can can hear the sounds of of the place of the mm -hmm. people you know depending on um, there's chapters that are in Galveston like this one uh, and you hear a lot of the Gallog, for example, and um, there's chapters in uh, there's a chapter set in Brownsville with um, Mexican immigrants, and you hear a lot of Spanish. So um, it was really important to me to get it to get it right, get the flow of the languages, the switching back and forth uh, right, and um, and also just to to make it sound real, you know, yeah. the, the the languages there. Yeah, as someone who grew up in in Phoenix for most of my life, like the. Um... I live in Denver now and yes, there's obviously mm -hmm. Spanish speakers here, but like, I, I, I miss it. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Just hearing how language sounds is just really yeah. beautiful. So. Yeah, uh, no, that was the same for me. I lived in North Texas for a long time and there's obviously Spanish spoken up there, but I'm, I'm in San Antonio now, which is mm -hmm. near where I grew up and it's like, it's night and day, mm -hmm. you know, I just hear it everywhere walking around yeah. um, and it's, it's yeah, really beautiful. I want to thank Kimberly Garza for joining the Day Beautiful podcast first taste reading series. As you can tell, I'm still trying to figure out whether or not there's going to be some interview questions or if it's just going to be a reading. If you have a preference either way, please email me at adam at daybeautiful.net. I'm curious if you want to just hear a reading or you still want some interview questions back and forth with the authors. Again, today's guest was Kimberly Garza. You can find her on the internet at KimberlyGarza.com. You can find Day Beautiful at DayBeautiful.net and at DayBeautiful on all social media. As always, I'm Adam. This is Day Beautiful, and you're all beautiful. Beautiful.